This episode is brought to you by our patrons, Storm and Surro. If you want to support an episode, head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where for $10, you can get your name at the beginning of an episode, too. We also got plenty of other fun stuff over there. Thank you, Storm and Surro, for sponsoring this episode of Power Playthrough. Six months have passed since the last power playthrough. The Paranoia have won. Their golden monument has been constructed, and a child, a miracle child, born in only six months' time. Doran, of the planet Doran, the race Doran, is dead. You are listening to Power Playthrough, and my name is Dan. With me is my partner, Freddy. Yes. Serious... Serious times here on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Do you like the uh, my name's Daryl, this is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl thing about Doran? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like that as like there's just five of them. Oh, welcome to the Doran. Welcome to the Doran Uh homeworld, y'all. They're like, where's the other Doran? (laughs) What we just say, she got shot. She like in there fighting for her, her Doran. Fighting for her door in life. Fucking trying to resurrect the Cherokee on Earth. So what's your name? Oh, Doran. What's your race? Huh? It's Doran. What's this planet? It's the Cherokee homeworld, also known as Doran. (laughs) Top top five artists, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Doran. Doran, 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 and Doran. Yeah. yeah. That's a joke that could only be made up on Whippets. Yeah. That is a joke that only could, You know what? I don't know if... I don't know if uh, Dave partook, but maybe maybe some maybe some of his uh, writing buddies did, because that is some mm-hmm. Whippet brain. <laughs> like, that's some Whippet fucking brain right there. Man... Anytime that I did Whippets, I just kind of blacked out. You Was know? it a fun high at all? Dude, it's crazy. Like, I longed for it for a long time. Like, I think I'm an idiot now because of all the Whippets that I did when I was 18 years old. But, uh, man, I just remember pumping it into that balloon <laughs> And then just sucking it in, blowing it out, sucking it in, blowing it out, sucking it in, blowing it out. And then just my vision starting to cloud and get darker. And then going, just sitting there and going, guys, guys. And then it's over and your voice is back to normal. So you kind of just, you just ride it, huh? Like, yeah. And is... God, the balloon. You sit, the balloon. You sit around the table. I that was like a wave. Like, I just only really know of the white collar way, which was having the, the canister, you know, with the cartridges in it. You know? Well, we had the canister with the cartridges, but we filled the balloon with it. Mm. Is that for sharing because... purposes, or is that like... No, 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 no. You got a cartridge to yourself, 
but the balloon, like, if you just put the cartridge in and blew all of the, the nitrous into your mouth, you got high, but you were only high for, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. It was much more intense, but if you blew into the balloon, you could stay high for 40 to 50 seconds, and yeah, you were killing more drone, more brain cells. And there was a lot more work into it, but you had the you had the punching bag balloon that you could hit a couple of times too before it went out. I love those. I love those. So yeah. Much. Did you ever like? Did you ever speaking of those balloons or just balloons in general? Did you ever like clench in between your teeth, like the balloon knot, the bundle? And fuck yeah! And I'll just chew on it. Well, that and then like look straight up and then like. Shake your head back and forth like you're a fucking dog with like a rabbit. Oh, so that it like it banged up against your cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Not when I was high, but oh. like, yeah. Okay, yeah. When I was a child. You know, yeah, I did it. Well, like I, I, I still do it if I have a balloon handy. But like, yeah, you know, I, I don't really. Off. You don't really buy, You don't really run into latex balloons too often though. You're usually running into the foil shits. Yeah, you know, in my adult life, balloons aren't really a priority. <laughs> See, this is what we lose when we get older. We start... We, the the balloon priorities? Yeah, we drop, like, what the fuck is that? We, look, we used to love balloons, man. What happened to us? Why aren't we real to ourselves anymore? But now, when I look at a balloon, I think, oh, that's fun. Yeah. But that's a waste of my money. Like... I don't know. I it's loved... not a waste of your money when you're spending, when you're buying a balloon for a child, because you know that they're getting real enjoyment out of a balloon. For you, as an adult, you get a balloon and you're like, all right, this is dope. Uh, So I got to carry this around all day. Yeah. yeah. And a little kid looks at a balloon and it's like, man, I'm fucking carrying this balloon around all day. Day. Yeah, Nothing taking this balloon from me. I hold on to a balloon every time I get it, and I just let it fucking like wilt somewhere in the house. I I don't know. I never like. I don't know. Is there a prop? Like, that's no. That's the millennial in you. Do proper. <laughs> some, <laughs> like there's a proper thing, right? I guess is you pop it and then throw it away. I don't know. I, I've just always taken the balloon. Like, I got a pumpkin last Halloween, and that shit sat on, like, the, the end table for months. Just like a... F you know, maybe it is a millennial thing, because now I'm thinking of, like, how Christmas trees are treated and shit like that. I mean, they're usually plastic, so they don't rot, but, like, they're just left there for months because they're too depressed. Bryn's sister still has their tree up. It, it like I I ain't get a front. It was like up there till probably like late February, and then I jammed it in the closet. I am a, I am a New Year's Day take that shit down guy. That's good initiative. Like that's good discipline. That's good. That's good practices. I let that motherfucker sit there, and maybe that is a millennial thing. I'm like just like um, with the fucking. With the balloon. So, I saw a video on TikTok that was, tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. And it was this girl sitting in 
this room that was just full of all the shipping boxes she's received. And she's like, and you don't throw this one out because this box could hold plates. I don't own plates, but one day I might own plates and this would be a great place for them. And this is a good shoe box because what if I don't have a place to put other shoes? They can go into the shoe box and that's a good. I specifically hold on to boxes for um, shipping purposes and for like, but the same kind of methodology where I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, I can fit you know, a hardcover uh, rule book in this. I'm going to hold on to this one. Because they're, they, you know, like game, like, you know, tabletop, like game books are always like one specific size and they're just a little bit yeah. too large for most boxes. But if I find that nice one that's, that's, that's like shallow, but has that fucking size and they may never, ever, ever enter the realm of like actually happening. There's just a lot of awkward boxes when it comes to uh, like gaming shit, and like man, they just don't ever want to conform to just normal stuff. That's true. And since I've left eBay behind, never to return, um, it has relieved me of my need to save a box. You know. Um, that's, yeah. Because of the new taxation laws and how uh, much bullshit they are, I will no, I will no longer be selling on eBay, and uh, that is why uh, my shop will be opening because I have too much stuff. Yeah, I'm always buying more. I think once I get down to that point of. Of having no boxes because I don't need to worry about it would be great. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a necessary evil because it's like how I make a good chunk of money. But, like, huh, man. I got, like, you know, once I get in trouble with PayPal for whatever reason and I can, and they'll no longer, like, let me work with them, then I can just get rid of them all, you know? That'll be my, like, push. <laughs> That'll be my push over yeah. the ledge. Where I'm like, well, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I officially have my don't accept checks from this person picture up on the internet now, you know, <laughs> like, like, so, so I can get rid of, so I just get rid of it. But like, and now I'm just selling locally, you know, just, just on the Facebook, uh, local, local pages and shit like that. And just selling that way. And I don't, yeah. I don't need boxes. Fuck you dog. Here you go. You know, here's a, here's no, a bag. <laughs> We box free. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a bunch of loose meat. <laughs> I, got some, I got some real good venison I came across. <laughs> I'll cut you a good deal on that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not wrapped up. It just. I just got it. I just got it here uh, in the Smith's bag. But I tied it. I tied you want to see the deer? <laughs> it's in my trunk. Yeah. <laughs> I tied the bag. Look, I butterflied that shit. And nothing gonna come out. You can see, look at the bottom there where the juices have collected. Yeah. You can see nothing coming out. That's airtight. <laughs> um, here's a weird thought, and I wonder if you can confirm. But I've been, like, thinking, this is, like, has to do nothing with what we're talking about. But I just, like, I just remembered that I wanted to bring it up with you. You know, like... I've come to realize that people that have the name Terra just mm-hmm. suck. Like, real bad. Really? 
Yeah. So I have a cousin, mm-hmm. and her name is spelled that same way, but because uh, East Coast accents and everything, it's pronounced Tara. Tara. What a... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I can think of people that, like, have it spelled T-A-R-A, and it still call it Tara, but that's more of a... Oh, that's that's what Tom, I'm talking about. T-A-R-A? It's Tara. T-A-R-A, Tara. Yeah, like... Yeah, but it's pronounced... Yeah, but, but, yeah, it's pronounced Tara. Like, I, I in, that, in that sense, I get it. Because, like, it's, if it's T-A-R-A, like, Tara makes a little more sense. But... That doesn't even really sound like a name. But Tara... I, I don't think I've ever met a Tara that's ever been pleasant in any shape or form. And I don't think I've ever witnessed a Terra that's ever been pleasant in any shape or form. Hmm. Can I have some examples? Um, Terra Rising. Fucking Triple H's uh, WCW uh, gimmick. Sucked. Okay. Sucked real bad. Okay. Was like the worst version of Triple H. Well, not the worst. I think like um clean shaven weirdly like I don't even know what to describe his face but like clean clean shaven clean shaven big hair volume triple h in like evolution not a fan not a fan at all sir just not just not easy to look at why not because they're uh their theme song was a lie at that point because you saw so much of Triple H's face that nothing about evolution was a mystery to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, they had like a Cro Magnum man like walking with him. It's like I see it. Like I get what's going on there. And then uh Tara from like um from fucking uh Teen Titans. Either comic Okay, I was waiting I was waiting for that one. Yeah, either comic or show. Not a fan. It will be also her hero clicks sucked. Hated them. And, like, yeah. I specifically had to play them a couple times. Mainly because of that Teen Titans set, which I loved and also hated deeply. Because, like, it, on one hand, there's a lot of things in there I really wanted to get a hold of. but it, Like that one purple dude that just built walls everywhere? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, oh, wait, was he in that or was. No, he wasn't that. I was trying to. Because he's a Legion member, but I was trying to think if he. No, he wasn't Legion. Yeah, yeah, that was Teen Titans. Yeah, duh. So, like, um, yeah, he was okay. What was his name? Just like fucking Barrier <laughs> or, or something like that. Uh, Who knows? He, he was cool. And then Zookeeper, that one chase, I had to have. Um, and yeah, like there, like there's a, and and the Beast Boys, of course, the new new additions, and that that was cool as shit. But, like, the set sucked to draft so much, and I always ended up with a Terra, and I felt like she was, like, 75 points of TK and nothing else, and doing nothing I feel else. like any time I ever played a draft, I've only ever had, like, two good drafts in my life, and the first one was the first one I ever played in, which was the Hulk set, because as soon as I opened up, I got a Hulked-out Wolverine. That's cool. That's like the most gratifying thing you can have happen in that set, really. Like you can yeah. you can pull a 
don't get me wrong, you, like, playing in sealed and that, you can pull some shit that you're, like, you're set. Like, uh, getting, um... You need aim agents, you need, uh... You need aim agents and you need aim renegades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, like, those those guys are great. And then, um... There's a couple super rares that are, that are awesome. There's a couple shit. Modoc. Yeah, there's a couple... No, Modoc was Captain, Captain America, America, right? Yeah. There's a couple of shit that sucked real bad, like the A bomb in that set was such a disappointment. Such a yeah. disappointment. But anyway. Now, um, are you talking about the blue abomination, the Rick Jones one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rick Jones A bomb. Not abomination, but A bomb. Yeah. Yeah. That they did him dirty. But they got back to him by reusing that sculpt as an L E, and that one was really good. Like, I mean, not, like, really good, but it was it was appropriate for A-Bomb. Um, but, yeah, Terra, terrorizing, Terra the shitty fucking character. I know a Terra, personally, shitty stinkhead. Full on. Mm-hmm. This person, like... Do you think that woman that called us the N-word in that Jack in the Box that one night, do you think her <laughs> name was Terra? That probably was a Terra. That probably was a Terra. <laughs> Terra dressed like that, you know? Terra dressed like that, and they give the fucking vibes like that. Like, she was... P- Tara's give the vibes of picking a fight with late-night jack-in-the-box workers, you know? It's just a name where I'm like, I associate it with... Do you think that there is a fight that you're going to lose more than with a late-night fast-food employee? Those are those are hard-born, you know? Like those yeah. Are- <laughs> Do you think there's anyone that gives a fuck less... Than the overnight fast food employee. Yeah, like think of it, right? Like think of yeah. it. like really think of that. What they go through, what a retail like worker goes through, and then you think of a fast food worker. Which I'm not saying fast food's harder in that department, but like if you think of what a fast food worker has to routinely deal with, and then you think of the establishments that are open late at night. And they're they're fighting terrors like every single fucking night, like every and night battle. I mean, even more so than the late night fast food worker. The late night fast food worker attached to a gas station. That's a very good point. A place they're just a place where they're just cashed. <laughs> they're just fighting demons all day. There is no, there is no place more homeless than the fast food place attached to the gas station. <laughs> that place, that really is like battle zone. You fucking. And I mean, like, if any of you don't live in a place where the gas station and the convenience store are the same place, that's how it is in Las Vegas. Yeah, There's several. It's weird to see a Seven Eleven without a gas station attached to it. You ever it. see something standing alone, like a convenience store standing alone? It is just such a surreal, um, liminal space feeling thing, you know. And it's crazy because Freddie lived right next to one for I, years. I, I lived next to four of them. <laughs> I lived next to how many Seven Elevens was that? One. No, I'm just talking about the one that had no gas station. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the one that yes, 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 yes. I did. That was the that was the furthest Seven Eleven. Uh, that I felt the, like that was the closest. No, that one was at the top of the street, and then there. Oh wait, there's two. Holy shit, there's two. You're right. 
because there's the one on Mount uh, Rainier, Mount mm-hmm. Rainier, <laughs> that that uh, the cherry was always out on the on the Slurpees, but the donuts were always fresh as fuck. The Seven Eleven on Mount Rainier, the, like I only knew one um, clerk really well because he was there at three a.m. and that's when I would go there to get myself. Um, usually to get yourself some diarrhea, get myself, some, yeah, get myself some nachos and, uh, some taquitos and probably a donut. Cause I said the donuts were always fresh as fuck, but the, the guy that was working the register there, another Terra battle battler, you know, like you just see it in their eyes. <laughs> you just see, it's like the, the Vietnam stare, the thousand yard stare or whatever it's fucking called. He just he's he's ready. That guy was cool as shit. Hella Satanist, but like in the the more gothic manner. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Oh, so he was like he was like uh like he was like a Baphomet is my king Satanist, yeah, not a like yeah, you got not it. a not hail yourself, but like yeah, like like you got it. Like he wore a lot of striped shirts under button ups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. One hundred percent. You nailed it. Like I've never seen him I mean, he always had the vest on. He always had the seven eleven vest on, but I'm pretty sure that was underneath it. But he was always like he was he was chill. He was chill as shit. He looked straight out of you know, like movies and Hollywood and media, all that shit. Like in the nineties and two thousands they portrayed like late night employees as like all of them being mutants smut peddlers you know yeah yeah Yeah. mutants yeah maybe got a maybe got a milky eye a scar you know um reading reading some kind of like just reading pornography yeah yeah, reading (laughs) yeah and like vulgar pornography like vulgar like hardcore shit just right there on the counter like they always portrayed him like that. This guy was that. They they weren't they weren't wrong on this in this case. The, like all stereotypes and shit like that have some kind of root, you know, just like mm-hmm. cryptids and myth. There's some root base, like there's some root there that's based in reality. He's definitely one of those. He's definitely one of those origin seeds that stemmed that kind of perception of late night uh, convenience store, late late night, late night fucking retail employees. He, yeah. he he gave that vibe. He was a terror fighter. I like that terror fighter. <laughs> it's like an anti like well, it's, it's it's really you walking on the edge of calling people terrorists. Yeah, right. It but, is you know, like the anti yeah, anti terror organization, you know, like like it's silly. Yeah, yeah. Um he was one of those hard born, super chill with me all the time. We make jokes and I'd like you know, when I put up my phone with the like the, the QR code to like scan the points and shit like that, you know, sometimes I wouldn't have enough for like like sometimes you know, when that happens, if you have a free thing, it'll automatically apply. Yeah. And they'll say, Oh, yep, you're good and they just wave you up. Sometimes I just got the points and then he just fucking like he didn't charge me. Like like even though I didn't have enough for a free one. I know I didn't have enough. He, he was he didn't care yeah he didn't care at all cool as shit i will always remember him fondly but that i never really went to the one up top by the brownies that's the other 7-eleven that stands alone there was four 7-elevens 
right next to me, <laughs> like in in less than a mile. Like like. So there there was um. There was Satanist goth area. There was attached to the Jack in the Box. There was attached to the brownies, you said? Uh, near the brownies. They're like separated. I don't know what the brownies one. is. The brownies were just these a pretty like infamous apartment complex that were called that because they had like that um they had that like red clay spackle, you know, like the the makeup of you know, like they it looks like red like red clay coloration, but they're just like these spackle fucking buildings. And yeah. they were pretty fucking infamous for uh, just violence and shit. And they, hmm. they even had, like, they even got one of them big, big police poles that say, don't fuck around here with the strobing light at the top and the camera. Yeah. They had two of them, like, within, like, one at the corner of the street, one at the top of the street. <laughs> like, it just, they had two of them. Like, uh, crazy. But yeah, the, that 7-Eleven was like a, like, that's the brownies and sometimes we go there because like we, we were looking for them straws that had the, the the frozen brain on them remember those i do remember the brain those brain free straws sometimes we go up there if we were looking for the gimmicks i went up last time i went up there was during detective pikachu and i was looking for all the detective pikachu shit and that's where i got the like a jigglypuff cup because i was looking for that but um yeah so you had that one at the very top then you had the middle one, which was attached to the Jack in the Box, which is a fight club. You know. Then you had Satanists at the bottom, and then a little bit down, you had um, you had the one that's attached to Tropicana Pizza. Yeah, and that place, uh, that place had the best trolley selection. That's where I finally found my uh, James Harden weird beards. And also their Slurpee machine, immaculate. Every flavor was always working all the fucking time. They had so many of them. You see, I am I'm a no longer with the Seven Eleven. I live by one gas station and one gas station only, and that's the Mav. It's the most beautiful place in the world. I miss it so much. Where you can get your ass a whole freshly cooked pizza, a tank of gas, uh, some weird cylindrical meat. Gotta have. And a freshly baked Cinnabon. If I can't get like the tube meat at a convenience store, like then they're not worth their salt, you know. Like that. I mean, that's a American. That's American. They have things like the Bahama Mama or the uh, the Cheddar Worst at the Mav, which I is yeah. yeah. Oh, I miss it. I miss it so bad. Fucking it's a great time. Damn it. Damn it. We are still <laughs> recording in person. I would oh, I'd be having the math. And I think of that all the time. Yeah. I miss it. I miss it dearly. <laughs> but yeah, I want uh closing thoughts on the on the on the, the, the pre ramble. Terrace suck. I've never met a good one. You can try and convince me otherwise. Even Tara Strong thought she was a good one. Nope. NFTs. Uh, and uh, anti-vax. Anti-vax NFTs. Showing her old ass. See? Tara's. Suck. Uh, so Tony from from my job yeah. 
waited in line to meet her at Level Up Expo. Yeah. And apparently uh, one of her requirements for signing your book was that you had to do a yoga pose with her before she would do it. Okay. Just saying. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's just bullshit. No, I don't want to do that. Just sign the you don't want to do yoga with no, Tara Strong just, with Miss I, Minutes? I paid you. Please. Don't. You you watched Loki, right? Loki? No, I, I haven't cracked that seal yet. Oh, okay. Well, Tara Strong plays an animated clock, and it's weird to think how many people masturbate to that clock. That's just I've what somehow, I'm trying to say. I somehow haven't come across this clock. That's, that's you haven't come across horny southern clock? I guess not. Yeah, that that hasn't crossed my timeline in any shape or form on any of my social medias. Well, my friend, so. they came out with a cover to a, a Marvel comic called Timeless, and they put her on the cover, and people went wild because it was the first appearance of Miss Minutes. And... um. That book sold out, and then you find out that that book is the subject of a lot of people's cum tribute. Oh, Jesus. Man, I gotta get going. I gotta get on the... <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get on the webs. I gotta look this up. Oh. <laughs> New happenings. And I was totally unaware. People are coming on oh. a cock? Shit. Shit. Slacking on guess my you internet. know how... You know how wild that first 30 minutes of power playthrough was? This episode's hard as fuck. It is, dude. Straight hell dimension. (laughs) Just like... Episode 47 of Choriki Sentai O-Ranger. Stand. Shine. Revive. Originally airing... February 16th, 1996, written by Noburo Sugimura, directed by Takao Nagaishi. The O-Ranger have flown into space. They have been caught in a weird crack in time and sent to the demon dimension, where Kaiser Boldon is made a dimension so hot it is burning through King Pyramider. Yeah. It's just, like, it's not... Yeah, they they made through whatever science means that robots have available to them. They just made a little pocket hell, like just like but like in like the the, the fiery kind, and mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just like in a sun, and like pyramiders. The only thing keeping melting, them, yeah, like it's the only thing keeping them from from them the rangers melting, but like it is like you you get these shots of the metal plating burning away and the fires like licking through of the openings and the shit. It's wild and mm-hmm. serious as fuck. Everyone is sweating balls. They're like they like everyone looks like they're going to lose their entire, like the, the entire contents of their, um, like the moisture. They're going to lose all the moisture in their body. They're, yes. they're dying. It looks like they're dead. It looks like this is it. Because they, 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 they play it up really hard. Yeah. They all faint from the extreme heat, but then a voice of Doran, of the race Doran, from the planet Doran, calls out to them and says, don't give up, and a light guides them out of the demon dimension. Yeah. 
uh, King Pyramider arrives at a weirdly badly green screen shore and the O-Ranger awaken and they're told that they've been waiting for them. Yeah, they're like at their headquarters, which looks like a island mixed into a bunch of waves. Yeah, and it looks like it's one of them. Um, it, it looks like one of the modern museums. It, it looks a lot like the weird island that the godlike creatures lived on in Jew Ranger. Mm, yeah, yeah, it is definitely a paradise world, it looks like. But they, they, yeah, we get a recap in case you didn't, in case you didn't get enough of it. We uh, see Earthdorn getting a shot with that arrow again. <laughs> Fucking yeah, because God. there are five, five girls who are. All Doran, yeah. same same actress, and the lead Doran states that they protect many of the planets of the universe, but the Doran who protects Earth took a mortal blow against the Baranoia, and um, kind of removing the Choraki from Earth. So when they want to know where she is, she's kind of sitting in a chamber, kind of she she in the middle of a room a in like a plastic. Attic. Yeah, in a plastic hammock, <laughs> trying to come back to life. It's like a cl- uh, it's like a clear salad bowl. That yes, it is. And until her body completely heals, she can't return to Earth. And the O Ranger need to keep fighting and not giving up. That there's a power inside all five of them. If they unite their hearts, they can return Choraki to Earth and win. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty like. It's like what I want to say about this episode and the whole like um, mission of it, I guess we'll say the objective of it is that the whole uniting your heart thing and unlocking the Chorky is very like by the numbers, right? It's Sentai. Yeah, it's Sentai as shit, but it's the emotion is really carried well. Like I think everyone puts on their working boots for this. Like, even though it's, like I said, very paint-by-numbers and you know, derivative of a, a like, um, what's the term I'm thinking of? I feel like... Machina kind of shit, you know? Like, I feel like Toei is so mad yeah. that Sugimura didn't write... That Sugimura didn't write this entire series because this show doesn't deserve this ending <laughs> yeah we're in a penultimate episode right now and i'm like full mast i'm fucking height of what happens here because they get they get sent back to earth like and 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 like find out well we see what's going on the whole fucking regime and we know something's something has happened because you know there's like big fucking the golden castle yeah. to baranoia yeah. that, that they were gonna build yeah. for bomber the great yeah how the fuck did that happen in, in, like, you know, just them being gone for a few days or a few hours even? They thought they were gone for, like, three hours. Yeah. And uh, then we see, like, this cool, like, freedom fighters and shit. Like, whoa, rebels, you know? <laughs> like, uh, fighting Baranoia uh, soldiers. And we see Ricky holding it down. It's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I don't know why this, like, I mean, I do know why. But this was, this was absolutely the shit to see Ricky 
just housing and shit, like, and being fucking a defender, you know, he's, he don't got no fucking torque, he can't transform, he's kicking ass, and he's been doing it for six months, <laughs> this has <Yeah>. been, <laughs> there's been a horrible, horrible uh, regime over the entirety of Earth, and, you know, humans are doing the human thing and fighting back, and Ricky has been just kind of like the the field leader he's been chiefs number two yeah he's been the fucking field leader and it's just like it's it's awesome to see him have to like that they give uh, i'm getting all over the place because like like you said sugimura if he wrote this whole thing holy shit because ricky is like he's where he should be you know he has a responsibility he's being a fucking badass defender and shit he ain't taking shit from anyone and he's surviving you know like it's 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 great to see that Ricky gets this kind of like rub, you know, like like that, um, and we see that uh, yeah, Chief survived. He started this like fucking resistance force. They got a little fucking sewer lair, a la RoboCop three, and just like RoboCop three, it immediately gets invaded and blown up. But <laughs> it's yeah. it's cool, man. It's really cool to see everything kind of going on like the six month pop is it's basically it's basically like the whole series could have been could have been this like leading into this you know and unfortunately we only had the span of eight episodes or even like just four episodes to do this plan that could have been really fleshed out and realized but even even with it even where this this very um condensed version of this story playing out the six months thing has done wonders to kind of like set just set the field and make this whole thing feel so fucking serious and dangerous this is the most perilous i've i've like i think i've ever seen rangers you know like or the most in peril i've ever seen rangers yeah. everything feels like death like super serious death and because they can't transform it's even fucking it's super amplified. Like, they are completely, you know, they're subject to everything us squishy humans are subject to. Yeah, and, you know, when you said that the base got destroyed, it's because Mikio comes in because uh, Coach has sent in a spy. I've grown it. I've Mikio grown comes in. Or whatever he said. And then Ricky just sees through it. He's yeah. like, nah, 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 nah. Ricky, you need to uh, understand that this motherfucker is paranoia. Yeah, he gets it like, yeah, Ricky, like, oh my god, little boy robot shoots little fucking laser eyes, gets a place fucking Wonder Woman deflects it and shit like that, like, no. Fucking, fucking base fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, no fucking, oh my god, like, he doesn't even flinch. He's just like, nope, little boy's a robot, get out of the way. Like, this... Ricky has been running shit. It's great, dude. It's really fucking great. Um, the whole episode... Yeah, the whole episode really... It gives us those sweet, sweet O-Ranger fights. That, like, that... Yeah. But now, there's a considerable weight behind them. And it's just making for a... For just a perfect mix. Because before we've had these awesome choreographed fights with this awesome, awesome camera work. The best production I've seen in our time of watching, you know, Super Sentai for this show. 
and it's kicked so much fucking ass. But because of, you know, the kind of like paper thin um, story behind it, it's not as lasting as it could be. And now that you have these serious stakes and everything feels like life or death, like legitimately feels like life or death, the fights are so fucking cool. Like they're so fucking cool. This is this this feels as important at the as the end of like Lost Galaxy or in space. You know, like it, yeah. it, it, it's it's crazy how it's crazy what they're doing here, and like it's cra- also crazy to think of how simple it was to do it. So, so the moment where the O Ranger are about to be killed by Kaiser Boldon and Empress Multiwa. Yeah, we find out and, they have uh, the real. Um, you just said his and, name, the little kid, Mikio. Yeah, they have the real Mikio strapped to <laughs> strapped to a rock on the beach. I don't know. They're gonna kill him. Yeah. The the moment where they know they're going to die and they start screaming and they transform out of sheer willpower is one of the hardest moments in Sentai, second only to the battle between the Demon Boxer yeah, man. Oh, and uh, yeah, Demon Boxer Jin. Yeah, like... Oh my fucking god! Like that shit goes and like, so Ryu. That was the Red Ranger's name. Yeah, Ryu. So this shit, like, so they go there, and uh, Rick, Ricky, and Ricky and Chief fighting in the streets. The the O Rangers go to uh try and save him. Uh, Mikio, they go and try and save him. And when they're on the beach, you know, like it's basically like, what the fuck are you gonna do? You just humans. There's nothing you can do to us. And we're going to kill this little fucking kid. You're going to fucking watch. So stay right there. And then you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Like, it's so fucking vicious. And Goro, he put on the Red Ranger pants hard here. Because he fucking... Goro, we've said it before. Yeah. Goro is a regulation red. Yeah. yeah. But he's a regulation red and he does it well yeah he does he does he like he's like he's not the best red we've ever seen but when it comes to just fit, hitting all the like boxes he does it he just does it like this is this is the this is an efficient um, red ranger you know is he not the best red ranger that we've seen oh, well okay like in the context of like cap- in the cap- context of power playthrough in the context of power playthrough, I think he is probably the best red. Like uh, on the capability level and all that shit, and how he how he gets things done. Yes, one hundred. Is there like, um, is there reds with stories I like more? Also, yes. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's what I mean on that scale. Like a- absolutely, from like a just if we look at the raw stats, you know, <laughs> we look at the numbers. Uh, Goro, Goro, that guy, like Goro's, he's pretty fucking serious. He gets shit done. And here, like they, they really give him the fucking shine because he like, he gets past Multiwall and he barely gets past uh, Kaiser Bulldog to try and get to uh, Kiko, like in, in, in uh, Mikio, Mikio, excuse 
to get to Mikio and try and save him. But when he does, he gets his fucking back sliced like by uh, Kaiser Bulldog's sword. And this is... I can't think of another time where I saw like a evil space aliens like weapon hit human flesh because it's it's vicious i thought he was crippled i thought that motherfucker just had his spine severed (laughs) you know he gets his back sliced open he falls to his knees and he promises he's not gonna give up and that's when the like the choriki gets unlocked and i mean like you said that screaming raw transformation like fuck it we don't need any tech don't need anything we just doing it my god and they give life back to choriki which restores ricky's ability yeah ricky yeah ricky transform like oh my god oh my god that shit is so cool <laughs> you know i'm nerding out for that you, you know what i was waiting on was um i was waiting on the helmetless roll call I mean, but that's probably next week. Yeah, let's see what fucking happens. Because this, the fighting don't end. Like, we get just some, a kick-ass battle on the beach. Yeah, the rest of it's a battle, and it's a hard battle. That fucking scene where Yuji takes his tonfa and puts him to that Barlow soldier's neck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that shit is cool. (laughs) Like, that shit is fucking dope. And there's like a... The, like, where he also, like, leading into that, he flips off one uh, soldier's knee and shit. Like, it's, uh, like, all of them get time to shine and, and show, like, their, their fighting styles and shit. And it's so fucking cool. The music is going. The cam- the O-Ranger fight choreography and camera work is on full blast. It's amazing. It's truly, truly fucking dick stiffening shit <laughs> like i love it and it ends on a to be continued of just goro hitting the hardest pose after slicing the motherfucker up like it, yeah it, it doesn't end on like a like what's like it's 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 one of those cliffhangers where it's not like oh, are they gonna make it out of this it's more like you want to see these you want to see these badasses do their thing come on uh, back <laughs> th- there is no question that the O-Ranger win this. Not because it's Sentai, but because uh, the Choriki they created is far more powerful Mm -hmm. than the Choriki that Doran provided the Earth. Yeah. The Choriki born of the human spirit. Yeah, like, as before, we kind of had this filtered Choriki and um, with the assistance of the Mecha and shit like that, it all, it got the job done, obviously, and it, and it got him this far. But now, when you got that raw, motherfucking, just pure Chorky flowing through the veins, <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane, dude. Like you feel it, you feel it, you feel like, oh my god, the you know the Empire, the Baranoia Empire, is gonna get this shit washed. And one thing we didn't even talk about is their child. Fucking Yeah, I was actually about to go back to that. We only touched on it in the intro. Yeah. Uh is there a dog barking? Yeah, there is a dog barking. Yeah, the uh Yeah, we only touched on it in the intro, but Multiwa and Bulldont have created a progeny. There is there is a baby Baranoia being swaddled by Dowager Empress Hysteria. Wow, baby. 
robot clown baby. Yeah, uh, but I assume that 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 fat shit bulldog was a was a clown baby too. Yeah, I mean, look at he had clown stature, you know. Mm-hmm. He had like that like um oh, we we're talking about fucking uh the 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 character in um we were just talking about it. We were just talking about it fucking last year with um we're back. Remember like what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? The clown. He got the same he got the same build as him in We're Back. Remember that clown? Man, w- we were just talking about this? I know, that's why I fucking clowned on myself cuz I was like, oh, that was fucking September of last year and we recorded it fucking like June of that year, you know? Like it so it was like <laughs> you know, it's like about a year ago. All right, Dan. About a fucking okay. year ago, we were talking about that goddamn that goddamn movie and then the clown in that movie, Professor Screw Eyes, little fucking clown friend who uh, yeah. just wanted to be a wholesome clown, but he's like, "Nah, you gotta be a psychopathic clown." Like he's got the same build as Bulldog. They built the exact yeah, same. He way. does. It's a clown build. It's a clown. I feel like clowns have like, like if we look at the clowns we've seen and we look at the clowns in movies and shit. They have very specific types. It's never plain, you know? Like, it's always yeah. like, he's like, this motherfucker, real tall and skinny. You know, he like a scarecrow. Like, this motherfucker, he's just like, uh, he kind of like just a jug of orange juice that got big old feet on the bottom of him, you know? Like, yeah. It, they're always like that. Bulldog is definitely clown features. So, his clown features have <laughs> Have passed on to this new baby, which they made. They could have. They could have been in control of how he looked, but he came out clown baby because I think Bulldog is like already going to be living vicariously through him. Uh, but yeah, like that. I don't think Bulldog's going to be living vicariously through anybody. No, Not well, that he's going to die. Plan, but multi. But the deal is, is that Bulldog is a fucking killer. Bulldog is the shit. Bulldog is the villain that Power Rangers has never wanted. Yeah. He the, He has not fucked around. He has not he has not really failed yet. He has gone in and done work and fucked their shit up. Yeah. Since the, he's come around. He, he is absolutely ruthless and he gives no space to breathe, you know. Yeah. There, he doesn't it, it is like I said it's the worst uh, imaginable scenario for Rangers because it's just nonstop with this dude. He threw the only reason, like those six months. We've we've made jokes about the like war of attrition that that they would win. Yeah, but Bulldog is Bulldog makes it not a joke mm-hmm. because he doesn't stop. It's, he's been using the, uh, maybe that's, like, we're gonna see in the next episode, maybe he does, like, because of all these things he's doing, maybe that's gonna be, gonna be, like, their, their failing, is that he hasn't pulled back, you know, and, like, there hasn't been given any time to, uh, recoup losses or anything like that. I mean, they got multitudes, and at a steady rate, it's infinite. But taking over a whole whole planet with like a bunch of bunch of fucking stubborn ass humans on it that are doing the resistance thing, I'm sure that's co- big. A, I'm sure that's been a big toll. And Bulldog isn't someone like his weakness would definitely be 
someone that doesn't account for that shit, you know? He doesn't care. Yeah. He absolutely doesn't care. He's going to drive this thing into the ground, and he's either going to succeed or fail spectacularly. And that's what yeah. that's what makes him so goddamn dangerous. We're seeing this left and right. I don't know what's going to happen with Dowager Hysteria and the little clown baby. <laughs> they look like uh, she she knows shit's going wrong because she's wise. You know, she knows shit's about to pop off. So she she's like trying to calm her little clown grandson. And I'm I'm curious what's going to happen with their story. How it's going to wrap up. I'm so invested. That's the thing. That's the thing overall, is that I am so invested in this fucking show now. And we got one more episode. <laughs> yep. One episode left. Yeah. The episode, This show did not deserve to end the way it ended. It deserved to go out like, like a bunch of clown. Like, it deserved to go out with squeaky shoes like a clown. It doesn't deserve to go out with you going... Man, is O Ranger fucking good? <laughs> I'm just thinking of it, packing up its shit and walking off with the squeak sounds. It's like, all right, thanks. It is. thanks no, but now off. it's yeah. now it's walking out, yeah. and it's like you're never gonna you're gonna remember me, yeah, bitch. Yeah, now it's walking out, and my knees are weak because I just got deep dicked. You know, like uh, like. Did you uh? Did you watch the next time? No, I didn't because I, I I honestly just wanted to. I wanted to say I wanted to just watch the I'm next gonna, one. I'm going to edge myself, you know. <laughs> I'm going to edge myself real good. I'm I'm not because I'm just going to watch it tonight and I'm going to finally put the O-Ranger DVDs away after 3 years of them sitting on my desk. Um yeah. The I don't want to spoil what was in the next time, but while it didn't give away anything, it gave away one thing. It was just hard imagery after hard, hard image after hard image for the 40 seconds of next time. I imagine, dude, I imagine it's like, a, um, there was this one, um, pornog that was making the rounds in the early internet days called cum killer. We, we call these documentaries in my house. Yeah. There was a pornog documentary called cum killer. Familiar. It doesn't have to be cult pornog, but it's okay. No, I'm not familiar with the cum killer. A cum killer was legendary. We had that on a flash drive. Well, eventually we had it on a flash drive. It was on a CD. <laughs> it's on a burnable CD. It was just like 15 minutes of just depravity. I don't know where it compiled the scene from. Just a bunch of different shows, different orgies and shit like that, I guess. But that shit was it was <laughs> 15 minutes of gunshots and hard style music <laughs> <laughs> and i imagine the next time mono ranger was like the like the uh educated like version of cum killer for sentai <laughs> um look it up cum killer it may be still I, out there I, i'm not going to but you know uh Right. I don't know what to say now. Don't download. I thought like, I had be something. Carefully download it because I'm sure. Like, who knows what's on it? But it's out there. Yeah, get it on Bear Share. There was this one Our... girl who was bald, and they just busted all over her head, like the top, <laughs> the scalp. 
just painted. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every week. Um, thank you to Rainer like for the that. use of our. <laughs> thank you to Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. You can go get that oh. at rainer.bandcamp.com, breakcheck.bandcamp.com. Join our Patreon, where for as little as a dollar, you can get these episodes ad free. And you know what? Isn't that what we all want? But for five dollars, we'll drown you in the the cum of hundreds of episodes. We will we will drown like you in our episodes. Head. Just like a bald head gonna fucking Cinnabon you up. Okay. Well, thank you. Polish that shit like a bowling ball. We'll... The, the episode needs to end, but I don't know what to do from here on. So good night. Thank you. I'm sorry. I don't know Look what to say up. anymore. Good night. Like it was insane. If you could, if you could say a few more things. Just fucking going so hard. Or did you already stop? Armpits, forehead, top of the head, back of the head, whatever, dog. The music was going. Shit's crazy. Look it up. Come, killer.